thank you for being an example of fatherhood that if we have no one or no one to look to we can look at the way you are then Lord we can have courage to be fathers thank you you've taken care of us you've raised and protected us till today we bring our offering before you we thank you father let it be acceptable. You said in your word that we should honor our fathers and our mothers. We are honoring you with our offering. Let it be acceptable unto you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day, all fathers. Uh, MVV on behalf of the council MMV on behalf of the entire council and on my behalf I thank you for honoring the men in it I think I salute you for that what what I received is for all men in this church. So what was read for me, I dedicate that one to all men in Holy Ghost Temple. Hallelujah. So all men have been honored today. If there is any institution or group of people that have been attacked by the enemy, it's father and fatherhood. If there's any battle we need to fight to make this well, what it should be is we should fight to put fathers where they ought to be. Satan understands the role and the importance of a father. So, he will do everything to attack it. He doesn't attack things that are not important. He attacks things that are very, very important. Sometimes he attacks them even in their work and their businesses. Sometimes he attacks them in different ways. And because of that, he will create an impression in the entire world that fathers are tyrant, fathers are irresponsible, fathers Anytime a kind of father decision is an insult. Halfway. But like the pastor said, we 
without men, none of us will be here. In fact, our sex being a man or a woman is determined by the man. The chromosome of the man determines whether you could be a male or female. So in all, even in the male, the man is inside. So the devil have tried to tarnish and to destroy the institution that can keep the world. The people that can bring real discipline into the world. The devil makes the people who are supposed to bring discipline indiscipline. Undermining the purposes of God on earth here. So the battle we are fighting is not against men, but it's against the enemy. Don't target your battle on your father. Target the enemy. And when your father is free, he will just stand in the will of God. In prayer, Jesus, the disciple asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. We want to be able to talk and to relate to God. I was wondering whether, why they didn't ask him, teach us how to preach. Preaching is not a relationship with God. It is working for somebody. But before you can work for that person, you must have a relationship with him. So, they said, teach us. Once you teach us how to pray, and we know how to pray, we can then ask the Father that he can help us to preach. And Jesus started his prayer with a relationship. Not a relationship of a, a servant and a master, but a father and a son. He said, when you want to pray, when you pray, say, this is what you must say. What do you say? Our father in where? In heaven, he is the right person if you want to know the way to be a father, a good father, Go through the Bible and see how God relates to his people, to his nation, and to individual. If you know that, you will really know how to be a good father. He said, our father who art in where? Heaven. There must be a relationship. He must give birth to you. That is why we ask you to go and bring other people. So a father's work is to give birth, one, isn't it? Oh, don't behave like you didn't know. You all know that you, you, your children came because of you. It may be a mistake, 
but it's not a mistake. It's called accident according to plan. He said, our father who are where? In heaven. Hallowed be your name. But how have we respected and hallowed the fatherhood? Rather, the father figure in the world has been tarnished. Anytime you mention a father, some picture comes into the mind of people. Isn't it? Oh, tell me the truth. They mention father, either the man, <laughs> some things run through. He's a suspect. Every father is now a suspect, including me. But sons must hallow their fathers. Let your life should let people ask, whose son is this? Your father might not be there, but your action should be able to raise and make that. Which house did you come from? Who raised you up? So our lives can also honor our fathers, isn't it? Huh? How many of you, if my father was alive, you met him, you, don't know, you may not know him, the man you get to know that he is my father, what will you, how will you behave to him? You respect him, isn't it? The man, you don't know him anywhere. He hasn't been to school. He's a farmer. He can't speak English. But you treat him like me. Just because of me, you are honoring him. So because of us, let people honor our father who is in heaven. Let people honor our fathers who is in our homes. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Fathers must be dreamers. There must be a plan for the home. The kingdom is your ruling. You must rule in a certain way. Anytime people enter the house, they must know that there are rules and regulations in that house. That's the duty of a father. Thy kingdom must always come. Nothing can be done in the house anywhere. How? But there is a set of regulations that help people to live well. That makes children great. Thy will, Madam, it means that a father's will should be aligned to the will of God. So God's will should be done at home. Continue. Then he continues, give us by day our daily bread. Give us day every day our daily bread. Fathers must also provide. It's not easy. 
fathers may go to the office, good fathers. Your bosses may insult you anyway. But because you want to give a daily bread, you never respond. Sometimes, what they have gone through, they, haven't, they can't tell their wife and their children. Fathers are suffering inside, but nobody understands. They keep their pains and bring their joy to their family, children. They don't want to involve the children, the family in the pain they are going through so they can leave certain things in their life. And sometimes it is misjudged and misread. So not all fathers are bad. We have good fathers, and I'm talking about the good fathers. Their mind and their cry and their desire is that every day the family will be taken care of. Give us this day our deliberate. So a father must do whatever it is that is legally to be able to feed and take the care of their children and their family at home. Oh, say amen. amen. As they do, I want children to encourage them that even if it's a little that they bring, I want you to acknowledge and know that a father has tried to provide. Sometimes our problem is we compare. Never compare fatherhood. Each one has some kind of ability. Sometimes one father has an ability to provide enough physical things. Sometimes another father might not have the enough physical thing, but enough presence with his family. Sometimes not enough presence, but sometimes some kind of strength that they have who they input into their children. So the way is not only one thing, that only if you don't give me brand new suit every, uh, uh, every birthday, uh, it means that you have failed as a father. No, look at the things, how, whether his life could be an example to you. Sometimes an advice that will make you great. So, the whole room is quiet. Fathers are great. They are the head. And any time you attack the head, the entire body becomes crazy. When the head does not work and the body do not want to respond to the head, how will it happen? The leg don't want to respond to the head. The arms don't want to respond to the head. What will happen? Chaos. It coordinates things so that they will call you, you are a sound person. Whenever somebody them, is sound up there, the entire body is sound. When fatherhood is sound, a family, entire family is sound. 
Give us this day our daily bread. What again? He continued to say, and forgive us what? Our sins. For we also forgive everyone who is indebted against us. One of the quality of the father is to have a big heart. Learn how to forgive. Let's go to the prodigal, what we call the prodigal son. I call it the good father. They are talking about a son, but it's a father. He had two sons. Let's read the story. I like the story very well. Let's read it very quickly then. uh, 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 Let's read the story. The prodigal son, what you call the parable of the lost son. Then he said, a certain man had two. Uh, Luke 15, 11 to 32, you can read everything. And the younger one said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. It means that a father leaves an inheritance. If he has no inheritance, the child will not say, share it. <laughs> so you work hard, all the fathers working here, whatever you are acquiring, you are acquiring it for your children. But don't let us acquire only physical things. Let's acquire things that are permanent, not temporary things. Let's put quality honesty in the life of our children. Give me my portion. One of them just come, I want my portion. Daddy, whether you are dead or not, I know what you have. Some belong to me. Give me my portion. And the younger one said, his father, keep me my portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. The father knows what will happen. He might have advised him that this sin that I'm giving to you is let it remain and let me teach you, learn all the lessons so that when I give it to you, you'll be able to handle it well. He said, Daddy, give it to me. I know how to handle my life. Uh, this old man, you don't understand this more than this. <laughs> and and okay. After all, it's because of you I'm working. Divided it, gave it to him. The father knew through experience that this boy will come back again. Forgive us. He had a forgiving spirit. If it was you, if it was me, what would we say that according God punish him? And when he comes back, what will you tell him? He said, go away. You've spent all the everything. What, what do you want in my house? Look, I'm a father. Strong father. Don't come close. I've disowned you. You yourself, you disown yourself. So remain like that. But the father continued to pray and never left his son who even went astray. 
We might have children that have gone astray. Don't let us leave them in our heart. Let's continue to pray as fathers for them that they will come back. So this father started praying for him. The boy took the money, whatever he had, went out and, and you know, spent it with harlots, all kind of lifestyle, forgot about the advice the father gave that what the wealth I have acquired, I did not just acquire it once. I, it took time and I built principles and worked and saved and saved before I got that. So if you start spending it without saving, you will also spend and spend until you come down to zero. And eventually the boy came to zero. When he came to zero, a wealthy son's man started living like a servant. Then he was then reduced to a pig. Then he realized that my father's house, because every son must enjoy a fatherly love. Once they have enjoyed a fatherly love before, if they leave, they will come back. So when you start, let them experience the fatherly love. They cannot get it anywhere. So when they go and things are difficult, they will look back and come back. Let me go to my father. The boy decided to come. The Bible said when he came to himself, sometimes the entire world make children Young men, young ladies, everybody, they are not themselves. They think where they are is a different thing. They want to please other people. They want to please the system. So when they are taking some decision, it's not because they want to take decision. They want to please. It's a pressure. Peer pressure will make them take decisions. And when they are taking those decisions, they are not themselves. But when they come to themselves, when they take that decision, when you understand that the decision my child has taken is not himself, you will have compassion and you pray for him. As he prayed and he came to himself, he said, this is not where I ought to be. I must go home. I have brothers, I have sisters, I have fathers, of mother, why should I be going round? Why should I be sleeping in chaos when my father has a house? Why should I be walking without water and I cannot bath and I'm smelling while my father has houses and have good dresses there? Even his servant, the mate, they all eat good food. So I am going there. This time, I won't even ask him to be a son. He should employ me as a servant. It is better to be a servant in my father's house than to be here. The father knew the boy would come out. He was always waiting and watching. So the first person to see his son was who? The father. Let's look at it. Time is gone. I will just close very soon. And he arose and came his father. 
But when he was yet what? A great way off. His father did what? The man had been expecting his son to come back. So every day, his eye is on that road. His eye that this my son will come back. Let us have that encouragement in our heart. Let us have that thing in our heart. If your child has weighed off from you, let us not give them up. Let's be praying and be looking forward to God to bring them back to us. Because he prayed, he was the first man to see him. When he was afar, he still recognized him. Fathers recognize their children. Some of the fathers don't know their children. Your child come and greet you. How are you? One by me. It's your son. He saw the boy afar. I know he wouldn't come back the way he was because he led very neat, well-dressed as a rich man's son, but he was coming as a wretched son. And you may not recognize him if you don't know him. The person must get closer to you before you can even know him. Maybe, uh, I don't want to say his beard and everything hair have grown Ashimota uh, uh, and everything. Uh. <laughs> but the father still received them. <laughs> the father still opened a door for him. And saw him afar, recognized that this is my son. This is my son. Even though he's grown beard, he's grown dreadlocks for many years, he couldn't get something to cut the hair, and still I can see him. Not because of religious things, but because of poverty. Some do it because of religion, but some do because of poverty. So because of poverty, he couldn't shave he was touched, his dress was torn, and he was far away. But the father recognized him. Will you recognize your child if he's coming in a certain form? That's the way the father, our God, recognized us. Sometimes we go out, we destroy our life, we take our life into our own hand, and when we return, God is always looking for you to come back. No matter how far you have gone away from God, now Tend to him, he will receive you. The father eventually was happy that his son has come back and he organized a party for him. His brother did not understand. Because brothers will not understand. Fathers have a deep heart. Brothers compete. Fathers don't compete with their children. 
the brother thought he was cheated. The brother was angry with his, his, his brother because he, he, he did not respect the father. He just left the father and took his portion and went. And when he came, the father took one of the, big, the father's car and, and did, uh, he, the boy was working. When he was coming home, he heard drums, party. The DV informed him for doing the party. He asked, what is happening? He said, your brother has come. He said, look, I won't go home. Hey, God, me too, I backslide. I have backslided. Me too, I will backslide for you to see that all of us can backslide. Some people are there as if God shouldn't do them good. But the father has a large heart. He has a large heart for you. If you have gone away, away from God, now I'm giving the opportunity to turn your heart towards God. Come home. God arm is stretched. He's looking for you. Come back. He will take you on this arm. God bless you. Amen. We have come.